0: crazy world we live in when people use the word geek it can create certain impressions in reality geek culture has never been more mainstream let's learn about the real people behind the stereotype i'm your super dummy paul this is geek
1: Uh, my name is Jonathan Bell the extreme modest part of me wants to say that I don't know if you've never heard of me before which is pretty pretty uh, reasonable thing to say I like to dress up as Superman and a lot of other of my favorite comic book or superheroes Um, I'm an artist I'm a self-portrait photographer uh, digital artist as well travel around a lot i've been van lifing for probably the last four almost going on five years now uh but yeah superman is 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 uh my favorite superhero and i kind of wanted to start cosplaying in the man of steel suit so i've been doing that for quite some time now
0: you say you've been van as well i love this bit it's what made you decide to sort of
1: move out and just explore the world Uh, I almost got into a car accident in 2016. This is going to be like a really long answer to that question. So I went to like trade school for graphic design uh, back in the early 2000s. I love like I used to write a lot, um, taking photos, things of that. I really love Photoshop and Illustrator. So I've been using those programs since like, Photoshop seven. But when I got out of trade school to get like a back then, there was a, a, a certificate in like desktop publishing, you know, <laughs> like way back in the day when I was like Cork express still and PageMaker like those software. So, um, but when I got out, I found that I didn't really want to do the same things that everybody else wanted, like the same logos or the same, like pamphlet styles or this or that. So I gave up on that creative, idea that i could make a living doing that because i didn't want to do the same type of stuff that everybody was making so um superman still was my favorite superhero back then uh i never got into wearing the suit that christopher reeves had mainly because i just didn't like how it looked i didn't think it was like realistic enough especially to like photograph myself in and things of that nature so i never did that either Um, 2010, I bought my first DSLR camera and I pretty much bought it so I could take my own photos to go with my Photoshop edits and like graphic design edits. And I quickly fell in love with photography. I started taking self portraits a lot when people started like flaking out on me to shoot them. So I I turned the camera on myself and started doing things on my own. Uh, 2012, I got a job working for a railroad company that took all of my time. So for anybody that works in transportation, transportation industry, whether you're like over the road or um, work for an airline or the rails, you know, you're always away traveling and doing a lot of things or you're just always at work because the transportation industry just never stops. So I was quickly finding out that I didn't really love what I did, even though I got paid a lot of money to do it. And so, into so I did that for four years and every single year I knew like, look, for for instance, the first year that I worked, I made about a hundred grand, but I didn't have a life that year. Like I had no free time. I was always at work and I didn't have time to be like creative at all. So in 2016 I was on my way to a date and I spun out on the freeway. I did like a 180 on a freeway and stopping in and uh rush hour traffic and didn't hit anything. I didn't hit another car. I didn't hit the median. Um so I was that was kind of like my wake up call, I guess you could say. So that happened in August of 2016. Uh my lease was up in my apartment in November. So I had uh about three months, I decided to to quit my job, buy a van, and travel to the Pacific Northwest and try to find like a man of steel cosplay to, to do what I wanted to do, which was try to find a career or try to find a way to like make money being creative and living life on my own terms. So That's what started the whole van life thing. And you folks can't see this, but I'm actually talking right now in a hotel room, not in a van. Um, And that is because a couple of years ago, I got back into railroading. But this time, on my own terms, I had no idea that if you've heard of traveling nurses, um, right? So there's actually also traveling railroad conductors when there are short line railroads or railroads that need like temporary conductors. So they hire people. They go to these agencies where they have, they hire experienced workers. So I was like, you know what? That works pretty well for me too. So I lived in Seattle in my van for about a year and a half and well in two vans, one broke down and (laughs) I had to buy another one. Um, But when I got kind of tired of living in the van and wanted like to make more money, buy new cosplays, pay off debt, You know, I just went from like making all that money to getting a job washing dishes in a retirement home so I could have more time to travel around and like do all the creative stuff I wanted to do. So there was that trade off. But after a year and a half, I'm like, I want to get out of debt, I want to get a new camera, a new computer, new cosplay, this, this, and that. So I updated my resume because I took all that stuff off. Because when I got that job washing dishes, the chef at the restaurant literally, like literally looked at my resume and was like, "You just were working as a train conductor. Now you want to wash dishes? Like what is it?" And I was just like, "Hey, you know what? Don't ask, please." So then I so then I quickly just took everything off of that, you know. Um, so I so I updated all my stuff, and the next day I get a call like, "Hey, we have this opportunity in Montana for like a year and a half." And I loved it. And ever since then, that was like two, 2018. So for the last three years, I've been doing different contracts around the country, living in the living in hotels for the duration that they pay for. And then when I'm not doing that, I'm either crashing at friend's house or I still have my van. It's starting to get to me just a little bit about a permanent spot. I love thrifting and I love like clothes and shopping and cosplays and stuff. Right. But I have nowhere to put it. (laughs) So I have one storage in Seattle and I literally just got another storage here in Pennsylvania that is pretty much full of stuff. So now I have stuff on the opposite ends of the country and I still like trying really hard not to buy stuff, but I love like. You know, I, like I said, I do like I try to do a lot of creative photography and photography shoots and edits and stuff. But a lot of stuff I like to use, like real stuff, which is why I one of the reasons why I love thrifting. I love like finding different clothes or finding different odds and things that I could take photos with. However, all these like odds and end things add up in space. And I don't really like throwing stuff out all the time. You know, like I just I literally at work, it's... um I found this old monitor in a hallway and it was one of those like 1996, you know, PC, big clunky monitors, like a PC monitor. And I'm like, Oh, I could use this for some creative stuff. But now it's just sitting in my room. And whenever I leave this contract, I'm going to have this big monitor that I want to put somewhere or throw it away. You know what I mean? (laughs) So it's like, it's stuff like that. So in that aspect, it's like, it would be nice to have a place again to keep everything instead of just paying for storages or like lugging around all this stuff. But at the end of the day, it's like I'm currently like in, you know, Linden, New Jersey, which is 13 miles away from New York City. And I'm here in a hotel for free working here. So that's like the trade off. You know what I mean? I got here three months ago and I'm still trying to figure out what I could do here. I mean, I've gone to the city pretty much every weekend when I'm not working. However, I grew up in Los Angeles and when I when I quit that job that I almost got on a in a car wreck and I was in Texas and now I'm on the East coast. So this will be like my really full winter first winter out in like New Jersey, New York area. So I'm really, really hoping it's mild. (laughs) (laughs) Cause I, I got over here in September 1st and like, I'm going to do all this stuff and fall was great. It wasn't that hot. It wasn't too cold. And it was 29 degrees yesterday. And I'm like, man, I don't want to do any of this stuff right now, but like, there had been cold days when I was in Seattle with my Superman suit, where I literally remember putting on three layers of thermals. And I look back at a lot of these pictures. i never saw the light of day because, you know, you learn from your experience. My eyes would be watering from being cold. My, uh, I'd have like snot out of hanging out of my nose, you know, like it was really odd. Like, even if I were to Photoshop that stuff out, it was really obvious that I was cold. Right. So now I have like an astronaut suit where you can't see my face and all this stuff. Like, so, Kind of learning as it's going, but I'm definitely not it's a, it's a whole different ball game out here with this cult that like eats to your to your soul. <laughs> I think I'm kind of like an ambivert which is like I just learned this term because I'm outgoing a lot too like I like being around crowds. you know I obviously like I wear all these cosplays and stuff and I'm out in public interacting with people. so I'm not like shy in that aspect. However, at the same time, I'm very comfortable with being alone and by myself and not wanting to have to like deal with people, which is another thing too. I mean, you live on a road, you're by yourself a lot of the time. So you've got to be comfortable with yourself by yourself because it could get pretty lonely. And it does get lonely sometimes, but not to say I'm not comfortable with being alone, you know? So in that aspect, I guess I really, um, yeah it's, it's like a it's like a big mix between both like um i went to i went to new york comic con this year and i wore like a hancock cosplay that nobody recognized me in right so like it, it was literally like me just going around wearing normal clothes and then so but then i wore to anime nyc which i went to this year i wore my superman suit there <laughs> so so it was like so it's like, a, it's two different things. I like going to conventions to like, you know, look at stuff myself and geek out and see the artist alley and things of that nature. But then when I'm ready, i like, I want to put on a suit and have the attention and I want people to take photos and do this and that and, you know, be Superman in it. So it's one of, it's like, it's just kind of both, both of those. So it's like, um, you know, having a plan for, do I want to take pictures with strangers all day, which is fun, or do I want to have, the one day to like do the con and and wear like normal clothes
0: because also you have um you have some other big interests which you share with the world um your music as well of uh, your youtube is
1: oh yeah oh thanks uh, i mean i could
0: just <laughs> sit there and chill out to that all day
1: <laughs> oh thank you very much i appreciate that um yeah i took piano lessons when i was 13 and i kind of traded that in for like a computer keyboard but every now and then I'll either like try to get some stuff going and I love listening to music too I think that's one of my biggest but listening to music and watching movies I would have to say are are two of my favorite pastimes to do um all because they influence a lot of the stuff that I make and I would have to say music is my number one my number one source of inspiration for my like photography or my art because I love hearing a song that resonates with you so much and I love trying to illustrate how it feels to me. So like with different lyrics or if I'm hearing something and something like really catches, then all of a sudden I'm like, I want to try to make a picture or tell a story of how i feel when i listen to this song and then like movies are the same way um it's just like you know how people they they don't have like inspiration or you get dry of inspiration and that happens to me like it happens to everybody all the time but i try to keep myself like constantly putting a bunch of random stuff in so one day like a random idea just pops out of nowhere you know so like we all have our favorite like, musicians. We all have our favorite artists. We all have our favorite movies. And it could be really, really hard to pull yourself out of listening to the same thing over and over and over again. Um, so I try to make it a point to like listen to new artists every week or watch a new TV show or something every week, just so I could see how other people do things, see how other people like to illustrate the stories in their head, because I also get inspiration for that too. I mean... Museums and stuff were closed last year and a lot of stuff was closed, but I also like trying to go to a museum every month or like do something to continually put stuff into my brain. So you never know, like you're in a shower one day and you're just thinking, like, oh shoot, I could do this, or this is a good idea, or this is or something like that, you know. So it's uh that's those are a lot of other pastimes that I really like doing too as well. And I'm really good at Call of Duty. I play that all the time. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I, I, mean, like I was talking to a friend of mine, uh, like half an hour ago when she was asking me where I was at on Dexter and I never watched that show Dexter before. Cause growing up, I never had, um, cable or even like, even in, I had to check it th- when that came out in 2006, even back then I didn't have it, you know, and all these streaming services weren't available. Well, by the time I got all these streaming services, there's all this new stuff to watch. Right. So now I'm like kind of on this kick going back to all these old shows that are like really good to start like Dexter for one. Cause she's like, yo, you should watch Dexter. You really like that show you. And I do. And she's like, you will like that if you like that narrative. So now I'm trying to, you know, go back and watch all this different stuff to see just how different stuff has changed since like, even that was 2006, you know what I mean? So it's it's pretty trippy to watch all that stuff that hbo was like top of their game on things and now you look at all the stuff and it looks like it was made so long ago but it was like early 2000s and it doesn't help either like especially on instagram and social media you look at these accounts of like pictures and stuff from the 2000s and the 90s and that it's like i i swear people are putting grains and filters on these images to make them look older than they are because I'm like I don't it did not look like that when I was watching it you know don't do that to me
0: (laughs) so talking about looking back then um so what is your journey do you remember sort of the first time that you were influenced by pop culture
1: uh that would have to I don't know like I've I've always Let's see Superman so I remember like Dean Kane, the adventures of uh you know Superman Lewis and Clark that show I had to watch like every freaking week when that came on now I, I was uh, that was that was something and then comic books I used to c- try to collect comic books as a kid um Superman show with uh well the new adventures of Superman the cartoon show that was that was a big big one for me too growing up which made me really love that character also but i think mainly it was just a lot of cartoons i used to wake up you know we all wake up on saturdays with our blankets and and eating cereal and shit so uh that was a really big part of it too and movies and uh, yeah i pop culture i don't really remember when i started liking it but i it was from i a child, I was just really got into it, and then I started like filling up composition notebooks of just like different stories. I would try to write out my day as like a different like a story, and I would just fill up all these composition books, just practicing writing. um And I used to draw like different superhero outfits as a kid, and, and all these different ways. And and then I don't know when I was. When Photoshop came out, like my dad got a computer for me because he could see I was going in that direction. So I started like teaching myself Photoshop and Illustrator and doing all that stuff. I, we just had to have the, you know, AOL and messenger when that came out. And um, You know, I was really into all that stuff. Had to have the first iPhone, I had to have a razor, I had to do this, had to do that. Because uh, I was really into technology and wanting to see where it goes. I mean, I'm still like that. I can't afford it now, but I still, I still, still I still want to have like all the new cool stuff because technology just fascinates me still. My best friend and I—he was a big, he still is a big Star Wars, Star Wars nerd. So we would—I uh, think the first time I ever saw Star Wars was was at his house as a kid growing up, and then we would like take our bikes to go to the comic book store and get stuff and you know just typical kids stuff like that not really play basketball or sports at all a lot it's more like watching indiana jones and back to the future and star wars and (laughs) going to the comic book store pokemon came out we we actually collected pokemon cards we had pogs you know just stuff like that the dang pogs! i forgot all about those (laughs) yeah i remember like mcdonald's too they came out with all those slammers and they did like it was so much stuff taco bell had their different slammers and stuff too like wow Hmm. good times
0: it sounds like because a lot of the times people will have i don't know an uncle or their dad or someone who was the real driving influence in uh you know, they're starting with comic books or geek culture, but it sounds like you were just immersed in it from the beginning.
1: Yeah. I just kind of, yeah. I don't know what made me gravitate toward it a lot. I really liked, um, and we also like growing up, we were raised really Christian. So we, a lot of stuff was like considered secular. So we watched a lot of like Disney movies a lot. So now Thanks to that, I still like half talk and half sing. (laughs) I I like musicals. I like musicals a lot. Um, I really like video games because when I was a kid, I showed a lot of interest in those. And instead of being discouraged, like when I had, we had an Atari and Pitfall and Mario and my parents and my siblings, like once a night, uh, once a week, we would one night, once a week, we'd watch me play video games to see how far i can make it through pitfall or um like super mario so that always like pushed me, like that was just something i did because i love video games and on top of that i really like puzzles so my parents like whenever i would get these like 500 000 piece puzzles they would a the couple of times they got like a, a fake trophy for me like a trophy that had like oh here you go you you did this puzzle type thing you know so they were really good at influencing me i mean not maybe not influencing but not stifling all the stuff that i wanted to do like I, I i was probably like 10 or 11 when i showed an interest in like tents and wanting to camping and like all that type of stuff right so i got a tent for my birthday and we lived in a two-bedroom like tiny apartment and the, the tent like dang near took up the whole living room for the most part but Every weekend for two days, they let me sleep in a tent in in the living room, like pitch my own tent, sleep it up, you know, set it up. Now I don't even know how big that tent would be if I ever saw it, you know, to scale how I am. But that's the type of parents they were. So now, like years later, here I am traveling around living from the road and stuff. And I don't th- I think it's because they they still like like they never really stifled that stuff or told me, like, oh, you know, you shouldn't do this or that or da 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 they never were like that. So everything kind of that i showed, like I said, I took piano lessons. I wanted to start learning how to do that. And my parents paid for piano lessons for me and bought a, like a keyboard from a garage sale. And we, you know, then all of a sudden it was computers, but I, I never lost that sense of melody and wanting to like learn how to do things, you know?
0: Would it be fair to say like all the, in- you show a lot of interests and hobbies but would it be fair to say that even that is only sort of scratching the surface of the things that you've tried over the years?
1: Probably. Yeah. I mean, like I honestly, well, you know, like when you, when you're doing things, you don't really realize just how much of things that you're, you're doing, you know, (laughs) (laughs) so it's, it's not until like I, it's not until I have to stop and think about like all the different things that I, that I know how to do. Like you, like you say in the like the youtube stuff or like the music like for one like okay so take it take it taking all that down there's the the cosplay there's a the traveling there's like you know having your wits about you while traveling there's there's um you know learning how to take photos of yourself there's the editing and then go into the whole other spectrum of like taking and editing video footage of yourself and like premiere or like you know final cuts, stuff like that. There's making music, there's there's lighting, there's trying to make stuff look like kind of cinema, cinematic. There's yeah, I don't know. There's just some, <laughs> I'm thinking about it. I'm like, oh dang. There is some like I I that's that question, like I always I I don't really think about how much stuff I'm doing while I'm actually doing it, you know? And it's not until somebody has to like point it out to me that I'm like, oh, shoot, yeah, I guess so. That is, I I did do that. So it always, that type of question always kind of stumps me, (laughs) you know? Well, you know what I think it is, honestly? And I think it's to sum it up, I like telling stories a lot. And I really like illustrating how I feel. So um, all the little things that I do or try to learn how to do is, is mainly to, to, to get out what I'm feeling at a time. So I don't really, I haven't gotten to the point yet where I like to try to rely on other people to help me out with this. So this is why I usually do everything myself, you know, like the YouTube aspect of it. And, and also a lot of it too is for practice. Cause eventually it would be nice to like, you know, take things up a notch, like production level wise, you know, like there's a difference between knowing what you're doing and not knowing what you're doing, like how to shoot videos cinematically or how to record better audio and how to do this and that, you know? So when you first start out, you don't know any of that stuff, but you keep making videos, you keep doing things in there, keep watching tutorials, keep learning stuff. Like just, it wasn't until like I have, way over 500 videos on youtube but it wasn't until a month ago that i learned about like shooting from the from the unlit side of your face and like the different catch lights and how things look on you when you're shooting like cinematic lighting and that's only because i'm like how can i make these videos look better and then i typed it in and i watched like a bunch of youtube videos on stuff and did some research and then started practicing while i'm doing that so i could. You know, so that one idea I have, which I do have an idea to shoot a music video to a song that I really like, to try to illustrate how I feel. It was like my number one Spotify playlist song that I listened to 237 times last year. (laughs) But like, it's a song that I like so much, and I want to make like a video how I feel about it. So all this different types of stuff that I'm doing, it's mainly practice for when I do like one thing that I want to do. You know what I mean? And like the cosplay too, like that whole thing. I I know I don't look like Henry Cavill or any any one of those people, you know. And I love like, like I said, like clothes and dressing up. And before it was even cosplay and stuff, it was really had I was really into like my chemical romance, and there was a time where I wore like eyeliner and stuff, and just being yourself, you know. And so being okay wearing the Superman clothing out is also my way of like hoping people that are into cosplay or not even if it's cosplay or not, but just like wanting to accept that they like things without getting made fun of. It's my way of saying like, "Hey, I'm me. I look this way. I'm still gonna wear this suit. I know people are gonna give me, sh- you know, flack about it, but I'm gonna do it anyway." And that's another reason why, um, I. I cosplay also just for myself because I like how I feel. Like you know, I put on that suit, I stand up a little bit taller. My shoulders go a little bit back more. You know, I love how I feel when I wear clothes, when I wear cosplays, when I'm doing things that I love to do. And so I would like to hope that I could inspire other people to do the same by doing what I want to do also.
0: Obviously, you've got your, your podcast as well, your Daily Message. Uh, yeah. Which I think kind of sums it up the, the positivity that you try and put out
1: in the world. Well, thanks. I, uh, yeah, no, there's a, there are a lot of, you just never know what people, you know what I mean? And I know that there are people that can't or like are, are, they don't want to say how they really are feeling or you know like people want to ask or i don't know what i'm trying to say right now but i think i'm trying to say is you just never know what, what people are going through you know and i want to be i want to be like i do i want to be like a light to people you know i want to live up to like my mother named me Jonathan because it means like a gift you know for the most part so i want to to be like an inspiration and a gift to people, even if it means like, you know that that message a day thing. That is not an easy thing to do. I <laughs> <laughs> no <one> can imagine. <laughs> you have no idea how many times I wanted to quit doing that because I'm like, dang, I got to get up early to do this. And and and, but seriously, every single time I feel like I don't want to do that anymore. I'll get some random email from somebody going on my website and putting in an email and just like telling me thanks from a complete stranger I have no idea about it even like don't even know people listen to this podcast really or and I'll just get like you know I really appreciate you this this every day and I'm like dang it right when I was about to quit now now I got to keep doing it too but that just like that's proving my own point to myself is you never know, you know, you just never know who listens to to things and and uh, like who could, you know, be inspired from listening to the stuff. So, um, yeah, it's just a whole it's trying to be trying to get people to live the life they want, because I like I told you everything about my parents, right? And this is why, and this is another thing like I try to be so supportive with people or friends or even strangers. Because I realize, especially now with social media, and you could like see a lot of people's lives all the time and how they've grown up or people are being more open. Like a lot of people didn't grow up the way I did. You know, they didn't grow up with parents that are like pushing them to expand all their interests. They a lot of people, you know, that. I my when I told my family that I wanted to quit that job and and, you know, get a Superman suit and live in a van, they didn't give me any crap at all. Like none. they were very supportive. When I left California to move to Texas to do that job, they were very supportive. You know, they they've always support even if I've done things that they didn't agree with or didn't like, but they never like, you know, had a falling out about it or. Or like, I'm not going to talk to you until you change your mind type of deal. They let me live my life. And then if it didn't work out, they never like, you know, I told you so this, they just let me try it out. And I realized that there are a lot of people that that don't have that, you know, they don't have the support from from parents or loved ones or somebody to say like, hey, you can do it or hey, you know, if you want to cosplay this or that, you should do it anyway. It's going to be great. It'll help you make you feel better people like or even with hobbies like i want to play the piano why would you want to do that you're not going to make any money from that you know and so that's why i also want to be that kind of like hey you know if you're not getting this from the people that you would or at least i would hope for you to get this from let you know a complete stranger be like hey you should you know like try to encourage or motivate you to do it too because i don't think we get enough of that in in this world at all, especially from people that you would think would support you the the most, you know what I mean? Do
0: you think that's why Superman connects with you so much is because of that, you know, he does have that message of positivity.
1: Yeah. I would, I would probably like to think so too. Like if I were to ever like go to a therapist and have this like deep down, that would probably be it. like, it's a larger than life attitude telling you that you could be the best you could be right so that's kind of like what i'm trying to encompass there as well so yeah that makes sense yeah i think that's right on the head there (laughs) (laughs) but it does come across in everything you do even
0: um even the youtube which isn't directly about that but it's just the whole vibe of the way that you create all the videos and just the positive feelings that you put through in every single one of them. Uh, There's a moment in every single video where you're listening to the music and then you find the bit where it really starts to hit you and you just see the giant smile come across your face. I'm like, yeah, okay, done. That's all I need for the day.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, thank you. But yeah, see, but I appreciate that. Also, people don't realize too like that's that's work too and this is something i don't think i've ever said out loud to anybody so i'm telling you this but like i do i like synth wave music a lot right and i already went over the whole bit about wanting to like practice my filming myself so i was like i need to pick i need to pick something that i could consistently do that i like To practice to start doing, which is like the whole synthwave music. However, you know, music is one of the most, I think, if not like, it's like one of the epitomes of um, subjective. So everybody's not gonna like everything. I certainly don't love everything I listen to, and I was, I'm, I'm saying is, though with the whole like positivity thing, like I want people that, you know they could go on youtube and type in anything they want to and hear a bunch of people break break apart songs or like i don't like this i don't like that this sucks so i'm like why would i want to show that at all i don't want to show that like being an artist you're an artist you don't want to like why would i take my time to only uh, like pick apart stuff if I don't like it. I just rather not show it. So there are songs that I've listened to that I'm like, you know, this isn't for me, but instead of like saying this isn't for me, I just won't post a video, (laughs) you know? So like, and that's kind of what I'm doing by curating what I like. I want people to come to my channel and like feel good about stuff. Like I want the artists that are on there, like, Hey, this guy likes my stuff, you know, or people like, Oh, this is good. This i don't want people to go like oh what's he like if he doesn't like this he doesn't like that da, 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 da. and there's been people trying to ask me like i had one guy ask me like he's like man all we see is stuff that you do like what don't you like and i went and like he said that and i just like this whole <laughs> this whole like this whole dang uh letter dang near of like pretty much what i just said to you and i and then i had to like think about like i really answered that guy but but the long story short like you know people could pick they could do that if they wanted to i don't want to talk about stuff i don't like you know i don't want to hear people say like i don't like that i don't like stuff that i do i know my stuff isn't for everybody but we all know how people are too Like just like it's gotten to the point sometimes where people just they don't even it's not that they don't like stuff they just want to pile on because it's the internet thing to do you know what i mean so like i don't even want to be a part of that whole thing either because you know it just it kind of snow snowballs so you know so i just i don't want to i don't want to be part of that culture at all if if i like a song or if i was like I said, there have been some times where I'll put on a song and halfway through, I'll just stop recording and change it because I'm like, I'm not feeling it. I don't like it. I don't want to put it out there because I want people to come and like see the stuff that I enjoy and then that way they could maybe enjoy it too. You know, I mean, there's some stuff that's like, okay, this is really, really not for me. But for somebody else, it could be really, really for them. But also it's just like, you know, like, and that's also why I try to find even if there's stuff that I'm like, ah, do I like this? Not, nah, it's not my favorite. Like you can tell, like there's some songs that I like love, and then some songs like, yeah, that was good. But I always try to find like something positive to say about it instead of just like, huh, you know, because <laughs> <laughs> it was it's it's a piece of them. This is how they illustrated how they felt or what they wanted to do. So, you know, who am I in all of my. Amazing goodness of what I've done, be like, I don't like it. You know, like, yeah, no, like, there's plenty of people that get lots of thousands of millions of views for bashing stuff. I don't want to be a part of that. I mean, I kind of think this has always been an issue with people, but now there's just more avenues to say stuff. Um, because you know, people want to appear like popular, people want to, people like to try to like get a razz or be funny or like just i think also mainly just talk without thinking a lot of times too they just see something and they near they knee jerk a comment and think they don't have to deal with it anymore you know like honestly people don't i think a lot of people don't think before they talk especially people that aren't like artists at all it's like one of my firm beliefs that everybody growing up should have a job working in retail at least once, you know, like stuff like that. And like artists, you know, like people that aren't artists, they just go off and say stuff. I mean, everybody, you know, has their own opinion on things. But yeah, I think that is a big deal today. And, and, uh, yeah, I don't know. It's, it's, uh, I think for that logic, you just kind of have to know why you're doing things. Because this is something that I always try to tell people too. That ask like, "Oh, what advice would you have if I want to start cosplaying or this and this and that?" I'm like, "Well, if you're doing it because you want to make money and be popular, that's great. Know why you're doing it. If you're doing it because you want to, is you really love to cosplay and you want to like try to emulate a character and that's great. To, like, no matter what the reason is, if you don't lie to yourself about it." great because you're going to get tested as to why you want to keep doing it you know if you're putting on this front in front of all of your social media like oh i'm just doing this for fun but you're secretly like you know trying to you know like be an influencer or stuff like that and you don't want to tell anybody then all like if you start getting all this negative stuff then then people are going to be like why are you getting mad if you don't care you know so and then you're going to start getting mad because you're not like gaining the traction or things that you want to do so uh, that's all that's always i say and plus like you know people are always going to be this way people and unfortunately like i said people just they need jerk things and then they think about sometimes they'll think about what they said and take it back or sometimes they just double down on it but initially like those first responses that they, they just they they get you and then like you don't realize how much at a time you get throughout the day so you just got to really know why you want to do something
0: i'm curious growing up talking about sort of the, the reactions people have um when you were growing up did people sort of react in particular ways because of your interests like obviously you had your best friend you had a supportive family but sort of your wider circle people at
1: school maybe no, uh, mainly because one, I was homeschooled my whole life, and I really- two, I grew up. Yep, and two, I grew up in Los Angeles. So, like, you know, it's the whole melting pot thing over there. I, I, I don't know what would have happened if I grew up in like a rural town or something, or like middle of nowhere, USA. But growing up in you know sunny Los Angeles, <laughs> it's it's a whole different ball game. I mean, like, people don't bat an eye on people that like different things over there like not in the slightest so um and it's always funny too like when i travel around and bring my suit you could always tell like like here in new york people don't give it they don't look they don't look at you twice i was walking around in an astronaut suit half the day people wanted to come take photos and stuff but a majority of the time like you know they're like oh we see people do stuff all the time here because it's new york city you know i do the same thing somewhere and like Pennsylvania or middle of nowhere somewhere, and, and you know, it's a whole like this guy, what is he doing? And it's the same thing like with the Superman said. So if I was traveling around back, going to small towns, it was always a whole different ball game from from you know, going to like a larger city where people are just used to that type of stuff. So I grew up in a city where people were just used to being themselves. So you know, that's why people would move to California or move to Los Angeles. I was always like in all the jobs that I've had. I lived in Hollywood for like three years and I think I was like one of two people that worked at the restaurant I worked at that were from Los Angeles, you know, like everybody else moved there to to, to be something. So I never I never did get any any um, flack about stuff like that, but that just goes back to what I said, like a lot of people didn't grow up like me. They grew up where places where they get bullied for stuff like that or they would, you know, like I said, I was homeschooled I have three siblings. I didn't get bullied by stuff like that. I didn't go to school. I didn't, I don't know what it's like to, to dress or act a certain way and get made fun of it for, maybe that's why I have this attitude about me now, but it's also why I want to like, you know, inspire people to or tell, or, you know, be a light to people that want to, do stuff their own way that haven't gotten that encouragement growing up or even until now.
0: Obviously we're in an age now where superhero culture is a bit more mainstream, but we're also in an age where you can't hide. Even if you grow up in an area, which may be more accepting, we are so connected. We're so switched on these days. You cannot hide from the people who will attack you for what you like. Right. Right given the two balances, do you think it's better or worse now than it
1: was when you were growing up? Uh, I think it's worse, but only worse because people can share what they're thinking more now, you know? So, like, even, even, like, back then, I didn't go to school, but back then, it would be your classroom, right? And then it went from the classroom to to aol instant messenger to myspace to facebook to instagram and even not that long ago then snapchat right and people were getting bullied on snapchat and stuff like that so like it's getting worse now but i only say worse because people there's more opportunities for people to show their true colors is what i'm getting at and now even with TikTok, is the most popular like one of the most popular apps in the world and you know thousands of people comment on videos every day just trying to throw in their two cents or trying to get somebody to just look at what they're saying so they'll just say whatever they want hoping that their comment will get some some attention without even thinking about like the repercussions or ramifications of what they say they just want to feel seen and heard and will say whatever they want so yes it's gotten worse because they're There are a lot more avenues for people to to do that type of stuff too. So I think like it all comes with you at the same time. If you think about it, like if you do something and thousands of people look at it every day, a lot of people are more subjective to say what they don't like as opposed to say what they do like anyway, you know. And you get that from if you post a photo on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, Snapchat twitter that's only five right and but you get like five people from all those apps now you now you open your app and you see 25 negative comments on one thing that you did and that's like at the very minimum kind of not depending on how many followers you have or stuff like that so that's what i'm saying like you got to really really know why you want to do this type of stuff or like what you do i don't want to say tolerate it because you shouldn't have to but it's like part of being an artist also or you know or entertainer but back back in i guess when i lived and worked in hollywood people are still going to hollywood to do all that stuff but now we're seeing like times are changing. now now you could you could get a random email from somebody because you have a large tiktok group and you don't have to go to california you don't have to like fly out over there to try to be something anymore now if you wanted to be like and even before TikTok, YouTube, yeah, you know what I mean? So you you don't, now that whole thing is changing because a lot more eyes are on you as opposed to like it's only set amount of people in one space. And I'm only like saying a negative stuff now, but of course there's all the good stuff. There's all like the opening up your phone and seeing tons of compliments and stuff like that. You know what I mean? So it's, I guess you just have to really be, um, just kind of know in your heart what's why you want to do it. And I take everything with like a, you know the whole grain of salt thing. I could open up one thing and see somebody say they hate this and then then very nice com will be like I love it. So it's like, what do you do? You know what I mean? <laughs> it's it's uh it's always like I that's why I'm like I, I like to make stuff for how I that's why I was like said at the very beginning, I like to make stuff to illustrate how I feel some people will not like it some people will like it and it gets I'm i'm saying all this stuff like it doesn't bother me but sometimes like it gets on my nerves it it does get on my nerves sometimes um and i feel always bad for that one person that that sometimes like gets that all out <laughs> that one person you know because <laughs> that does have that has happened before too um but yeah so it's it's something that I'm still trying to work on also and just have more of like empathy for when people say stuff. Sometimes people just make comments and I'm like, my first instinct is to give them some like snide, sarcastic or rude comic back about like, Why would you say that? But then I try to take the time. I try to like, maybe they like, who knows why they said what they said. So I'll just like say something. Asking to like, why would you say that as an effect and then then they would answer back like oh you know i apologize or oh but i'm like why would like if you would have just took the time to think about what you're saying you wouldn't have to backpedal with that you know what i mean but people are so comfortable just spewing whatever they want and expecting either somebody to not to react to it or see it or to like try to pick a fight you know and it's not until you actually try to have a conversation with some of these they're just like oh you know i apologize i thought about it and that, you know what i mean and it's like well so and that is just it's always like that's why I, I try to stay neutral to all the good stuff and all the bad stuff the good stuff obviously it feels good bad stuff gets on my nerves but i try to let both sides of it still be neutral to me so that way i could keep doing what i love and not having the influence either way one of, one of the things that I love the most, like, feeling-wise, I love being somewhere new for the first time. And that's, I think that's one of the reasons why I love traveling. I love, like, this, is like, even yesterday, I went, I took the subway to try to go to a concert in Brooklyn. And miraculously, I didn't take the wrong subway, but this is only because I've took in the wrong subway now a lot, but even though it should annoy me, it's like one of those, okay, I'm in a new spot. I'm figuring it out. I got it. Like, I like that feeling of trying to like find where to go. Like I even went, I've been to London now three times and getting lost, like on the underground and taking the wrong things and which direction, you know, I think you'd be like, ah, I can't, but it's like, okay, it's fun. It's challenging. It's trying to figure out something new, you know? So, um, that's one of the things that i really do love about traveling so and now when it comes to hobbies it's it's um you know capturing that those moments on on camera or like taking photos or i also like love to eat different foods and like traveling to different places trying different foods and stuff like that so um and then on top of that it's all the scenic stuff in the photos while I'm wearing my cosplays you know and we're like driving around looking for location shoots and things of that nature all these different places so being able to travel and do these hobbies is like essentially how I wanted to live in the first place because I'm going somewhere new for the first time figuring out how and where when I'm going to take photos what I'm going to dress up as, like, now it's, like I said, 29, 30 degrees, not going to wear a Superman now. I have this astronaut suit to do. How am I going to take photos in this astronaut suit in New York City? Da, 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 da. So it's, like, a big puzzle challenging, like, of a game for me to play that I really enjoy doing.
0: Yeah, I guess it's taking out of it the things that you enjoy and ignoring the other stuff.
1: Yeah, and the other stuff would be um, – you know, I still, now I still have to go to work. So it's like at work and then I get off work and then I don't want to do anything. Or I want to like, you know, sit and watch Netflix or day, or if I want to, um, or if I trying to rush to fix this cosplay or something breaks, or if I, you know, just little hindrances here and there. And then I have to think about it like, Oh, well, well, for example, my alternator died two weeks ago writing about to get into like the Lincoln Tunnel here, which would have been like horrible if that happened, <laughs> you know, this year alone, I've had to use my AAA card three or four times. Um, you know, that van I've had to, I put way more money into it now than I've paid for the thing. So stuff like that, you know, like driving somewhere. And then all of a sudden you hear noises or something happens and I'm like, Oh, that stuff like car po- problems and stuff like that I hate. But the alternative to that is, you know, like I know I'm still going to be okay. I'm I, if my car dies on the side of the road because of alternator, I could get it towed somewhere. And that was not a fun day. That was like that was I went to Anime NYC. I was there. I drove there so I could change on my car. Um, so I dro- I went there, got to Anime NYC at like six in the morning saw the sunrise up in new york it was a great morning nice time walked down the high line met up with some friends went to the whole con um dressed up as superman met a lot of people i did for the first time after the con uh we went out had some drinks da a few more hours passed i got to my car turned it on and i see the battery just slowly start draining um and by the time it fully stopped i was about to get on a tunnel so i was like you know what i probably should pull over and not finish with this so i pulled over the battery died tried to start it it died um called for a jump uh they jumped it didn't work it's probably an alternator so i'm like great i had the van for four years now almost and i don't think they've ever had the alternator changed or not recently so then i had to wait this was like at 10 o'clock so then i had to wait there for a tow truck driver to come and they didn't get there till like one in the morning so then i had to finally get back to where i am here a couple hundred dollars later and then go to work the next day at like eight in the morning so like that type of stuff it's a little bit frustrating living on the road trying to figure all that stuff out you know because you, you don't know like beforehand i if i wanted to take sh- i had to get a gym membership to to take showers you know or I couldn't eat past a certain amount of time because I don't want to wake up in the middle of the night to go have use the bathroom or it's like, you know, different things here and now it's like a challenge to get used to. Well, that stuff is like a challenge, like your car breaking down is the whole other thing. Um, oh, here's another good thing. So like, well, not good thing, but another story. The very first van that I bought, I bought for like 800 bucks because it was so spur of the moment. I drove it from Texas to Seattle and Four months later, it blew a head gasket, and the head gasket would have cost three thousand dollars to fix. So luckily, I I drove the van to a parking garage um, right behind where I was washing dishes. I lived in my van anyway, but I parked it in a parking garage, and I worked. I lived in that parking garage in the van. Uh, I would wash dishes in the daytime, and then I got a second job at Lucky Strike. To try to get more money quicker to buy another van. So, for almost two months, my, my, so this is another thing. So, my very first summer, right in Seattle, I'm going to like get my Superman suit. I'm going to go out there. I'm going to take all these photos. I'm going to be Mr. Cool and do all the stuff that I want to do. I ordered my Superman suit. I didn't get it for eight months. So, that was one thing. That was like, it was supposed to get in in two months. That really tested my patience on that whole thing right so that then then i'm just like oh, dang i still don't have my suit yeah that it, i ordered it in march i got it in october ish so that was one thing then my car breaking now is another thing and those, my first summer living on the road in seattle in washington i spent 6 a.m to 2 p.m washing dishes in the daytime and 6 p.m. to like midnight or so being a busser at Lucky Strike um, for two months until I saved up $1,000 to buy my second van, which got me out of the first one and able to be mobile and on the road again. But I bought that for 1000 bucks; It wasn't the best. By the time I ended up, um, and this is all like leading up to why I wanted to quit van life and find a job where i could do this what i'm doing now like in traveling around it's like i need to get a good car i need to save up money somehow so when i was like fed up with it i'm like i need to get a good job and i got that job in montana that was 1100 miles away from seattle so by that time the car that i bought for a thousand dollars the whole dashboard didn't work So I had like the speedometer didn't work. The temperature gauge didn't work. The fuel gauge didn't work. Um, I had no idea how fast I was going. So I drove 1,100 miles. It took me three days because I didn't want to like accidentally get stranded somewhere. Um, Setting like a timer to figure out when I need to get gas. Only driving eight hours a day continuously trying to check the water and, and fluid to so it and like you know overheat my car but i did it and I, I think about it now i'm like i probably shouldn't have driven 1100 miles in a car with all my stuff in it to go to this hotel room to start this whole new part of my life on a car where i had no, like no idea if it would make it all the way over there but it did and that's like another thing that like that's that was just part of this whole lifestyle thing uh, and sometimes it's it's like dang can i just get a break but on um, when you do get a break it's like it's really nice
0: so for someone who's thinking about getting into new things thinking about jumping in the youtube life or the cosplay life what what would you say to them to encourage them
1: I would say the first thing I would say is uh, like um, what I said earlier is like know why you want to do it. Um, You're going to get people that love your stuff. You're going to get people that hate your stuff, but it's how you feel about it yourself. That will determine if you want to keep going. So just one first thing would be don't, don't lie to yourself about what you want to do. And then, once you figure that out just i guess i would say just start and take it apart piece by piece until you figure out what you like how you want to start it like for the youtube thing for me it was i knew i wanted to like start an uh, online presence in youtube I, I i didn't know what to do i uh I started, like, doing some stuff a long time ago. But, like, I love going to movies, but I really don't like watching trailers because I don't like being spoiled for it. So I was like, I'm going to have to rule that out. I don't want to keep watching trailers because I don't really want to know what happens in the trailers. Um, then I was like, well, I could probably do, like, reactions to music, but, like, nobody's going to want to watch that, especially me. Like, I don't like – I don't know if you can tell this or not, but, like, there are some songs that I really like and I'll articulate on. But for the most part, I try to let my face – tell how i like a song i don't really like talking about um the songs that i like i like like seeing it cuz i don't i just don't like having to like articulate every single thing and that's mainly because how i feel about music being so subjective and i could tell you till i'm blue in the face how it makes me feel which is fine but you know it could it could be a totally different meaning to to somebody else and it's nice hearing how it's nice hearing how people like to articulate things but my whole thing was like i don't really want to talk i want to like listen to something and if i like it you could see it on my face so like but nobody's gonna but the the, see this is the thing like nobody's gonna want to watch that uh i'm like you know what i'm just gonna do it anyway because i want the practice i want to like get good at youtube so i can film every day and learn like descriptions and tags and how to make good thumbnails and stuff like that so like i've come along it's been a year now since i started that simply been chill thing and there's a lot of stuff that i've learned in this year that i had no idea about from when i first started so starting no matter how much you might think you know or how much you think you should know or no matter if you think your idea or stupid or like i had no idea it was going to like people would like like what I was doing. Like it really was me trying to figure out lighting, and then the, then the whole aspect in the car. Like who's gonna want to watch people driving around in the car? Like just with the close up on their face when when you literally have every other reaction channel. They're interrupting a song, so that was another thing. It's like I don't make money from that because I'm playing their all their songs all the way through. I'm not interrupting it, so they're getting their stuff monetized. So it's like, why why am I taking all my time to make this stuff where it's not getting monetized for me? I mean, this is all like long term stuff, you know, because eventually it'll it'll lead to something. I'll, I tell myself that, um, which is another reason why you got to know what you want to do to keep <laughs> to keep going with that too. Um, but yeah, so it's it's kind of like one of those. Things like I had that idea and then all of a sudden my brain was trying to talk me out of it right but it's it's sticking to what you want to do even if outwardly it looks like it might be dumb or people won't understand or stuff like that because you just never know you never know what will happen and even if it does well or doesn't do well you're still learning how to do things to further your craft regardless like you, if you wanted to learn how to make cosplay, your first one obviously wouldn't be the best, but, you know, if you do it for two years, three years, four years, and you're and when you wake up and be like, oh, I'm good at this. You know what I mean? But you wouldn't know that if you, if you, you know, stopped after a couple of months or it got hard, or just like photography, if you started taking wanting to take photos and you quit because, um, you know, it's It was difficult or you found nobody to shoot with, or people kept canceling the same thing that happened to me, and that's why I'm like, I'm just going to take photos of myself, and that's how that turned out. You know what I mean? so you just i guess I guess I would really say is like you just never know if you keep going, and even if it doesn't go how you want it to go, you still learn all this stuff that you would never have known right so you i like to call it like gaining xp <laughs> you still gain all your xp even if you, even if it doesn't work out and all the xp you have for um figuring something else out or the next thing you want to do then you would just like oh i know this i know this will work i know this won't work um like traveling around and stuff like oh now i could figure out which is subways east and west instead of just giving up and paying for taxis you know what i mean like it's all a learning curve and it's, it can be fun, but frustrating. No matter how small of a step you take in one direction, you're still taking that step, you know? Um, and I think that's more for myself sometimes too, when I, when I look at these things, because sometimes it could feel like there are some days where you feel like you've like king of the world and you've done so much stuff and you feel good and you feel accomplished. And there's some days where like you still take a step, but it doesn't feel as big and you might beat yourself up about it, which is something I try I try not to do too. But at the same time, I'm trying to learn or trying to be more aware and learn that it's still a step forward. If you read if you read a book, or if you're trying to read a book and one day you read like 30 pages. And then the next day, you're like, I don't feel like reading. But you make yourself read one page, you're still taking a step forward. So it's like having that mentality of no matter how big of a step or how many steps, you still took that step.
0: You can find more from Jonathan on his YouTube channel. Just search for Jonathan Bell, B-E-L-L-E. If you'd like daily motivation, you can find his podcast, Positive Vibe Tribe. If you'd like to contact Jonathan, you can do so on Twitter or Instagram, at Jonathan Bell. Links to all his work can be found on his website, jonathanbell.com, or a selection of links are available in the show notes. Geek is a Superdummy production for Fantastic Universes. Find out more at fantasticuniverses.com and superdummy.co.uk slash geek. You can contact the show on Twitter at Era of Geek or by email geek at superdummy.co.uk. You can support the show and Fantastic Universes by joining our Patreon, patreon.com slash fantastic